Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. I'm with Ross Tucker. It's quarter number three, and that means it's time to ask Ross. This is where we take your questions for Ross. Best question wins the KSN Polo. If you want to submit a question for Ross, just download the app, Keystone Sports, and you'll see the Ask Ross button there. All right, Ross, are you ready to roll? I am. Okay, Ross. Now, last uh, two weeks ago now, I guess it was, we talked pizza, all right? You know we can't get away with talking about food without getting a response. So we have multiple pizza questions this week. We may as well hit them right away. Sam from Scranton. Hey, Ross, like everyone else, I'm a big fan of yours, but come on. Did I hear you say the dough crust doesn't matter on a pizza? That's blasphemy. Any great pizza maker will tell you it's incredibly important. If you excuse the analogy, the crust is like the offensive line, the unheralded part of the pizza that very few people think of, but it's the foundation of great pizza. The sauce, cheese, and toppings are the flashy skill position players everyone gets excited about. He follows that up saying, this is all in good fun, sir. Just food for thought for the off-season. Ross, do you want to respond to Sam and Scranton? Yeah, so first of all, they, got, they actually have really good pizza up there. In Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, Hazleton, they do. They have good pizza up there. They take a lot of pride in it. Secondly, I think he misconstrued the what we said. I never said the dough doesn't matter. I never said that there isn't a difference between different doughs. Because if you ever have like cardboard pizza, that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like if the dough is bad, it ruins the pizza. But to use your analogy, probably much like the offensive line and the skill guys, my point was that the cheese, the sauce, and in particular the toppings are really the star of the show. That doesn't mean that the dough doesn't matter. The dough does matter. The dough is important. It is the offensive line. It is the foundation. But the stars... You know, Saquon Barkley and Trace McSorley and Nick Singleton, that's the toppings and the cheese. That I, The dough, my point is I want less dough rather than more. I want good dough. Um, I want good dough, but I, I want a situation where the dough is able to be a conduit to the other things that I really enjoy more. Ross, I'm glad you answered the question that way because we did not say the dough didn't matter. It's just the proportion of it. But we're going to follow along that line. Another famous pizza town, Chicago. Steve from Chicago says, I know I won't win for saying this, but last week you're way off on the pizza question. It's all about the dough. Toppings come second. Now to my question. If you had the choice to call games for any college conference, which one would you choose and why, and who would you want in the booth with you on the call? Keep up the great show. 
Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, so this is this is interesting because there's really a lot of factors that go into it that people probably wouldn't realize, right? So a huge factor, obviously, is compensation. But secondary factors are atmosphere and how conducive it is to my travel and my lifestyle. You know, I feel like we're getting a little inside baseball here. But, you know, I like doing games where I don't have to fly. I like doing local games. So, you know what I would love to do? You, you said He asked conference. I would love to do the Penn State games. I would love to do every Penn State home game. So that's like seven right there. And then for the away games, I drive up to State College and fly on the team plane to the away team. That is a good gig. That would be, for me, living in Harrisburg, that would be sort of the ideal gig would be to be able to be the Penn State guy. Although I think Jack Ham has that covered for a long time, and that's obviously radio. Um, I think the answer is probably the SEC. Because the SEC gets the biggest ratings, they'd be able to pay me the most money. And also, I think it would be an absolute blast. You know, I've talked about this before, Jim, with you and Dustin going to the Auburn game. You know, I've talked about my desire to someday retire and get in an RV and then just go from SEC City to SEC City and get there on a Wednesday or Thursday and tailgate and soak it all in. I mean, that's that's sort of a dream of mine. Well, I'd, I'd be doing that, except I'd be calling the games too. So I think probably SEC. In terms of the play-by-play guy, that's really an interesting one. Um, am I talking like anybody, anybody? Or is it... A guy that, you know who I think is excellent, and I love working with him, and I think he'd be fantastic? Ian Eagle. I am a huge Ian Eagle guy. I think he's like the best play-by-play guy out there, Um, certainly for football. He's just on it. He has the exact perfect amount of enthusiasm He's not too much like Gus Johnson is at times. He's not too little or too negative like some other guys can be. I think Ian Eagle is perfect. Good call. He does he does a good job. All right, let's go to Nick in Harrisburg who said I'd be I would be in complete denial saying I wouldn't want Ohio State as the whiteout game. However, I'm not so sure that having Minnesota as the whiteout game is a bad thing. Beating Minnesota is not a given, and with Ohio State the next week, maybe it's a good spot to have the whiteout. Hopefully it avoids a letdown before the showdown with Ohio State. Perhaps Ohio State isn't quite as keyed up to take on Penn State at noon as they would be for a whiteout. Taking a look at the 2022 schedule, can you see any silver linings to Minnesota being the whiteout game? Well, I understand the logic there. Um, 
I think that is a silver lining. I think the way he laid it out, that is a silver lining. And it should be a boost to Penn State against Minnesota. I guess the negatives I would say is it's just not the same. First of all, having the whiteout for Minnesota kind of props up Minnesota. You know, it kind of uh, helps Minnesota's program get in the limelight. You know, you're kind of giving them um, more, more shine than they typically get. It's such a big deal for recruiting. And I think it's just not the same if it's Minnesota instead of Ohio State. And I think that that's, I think that that's very, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. The silver lining, I guess, would be there's a lot of recruits that want to come for the whiteout game, but there's also a lot of recruits that want to come for the Ohio State game. So maybe it helps them get two different groups of recruits, you know? Ross, we've talked about it before, but it comes down to whiteout at night or whiteout versus the best opponent, Ohio State, at noon. How important is it to be a night game as far as you're concerned? Um, it has to be a night game. It, it's The visual is at night. It's not even close during the day. It just doesn't look the same. It's just not the same. The atmosphere is not the same. It needs to be at night. It's the combo of the Beaver Stadium, the way it's built, which every guy will tell you is the biggest, looks like the biggest stadium they've ever been at. Because Michigan's more like a bowl and more like um, spread out, whereas Penn State's more vertical and goes up. So it's the combination of the way Penn State Stadium is constructed plus the lights plus the white has to be at night. They made the right decision there. I've read that uh, Beaver Stadium actually is bigger than Michigan. It's just Michigan, each individual seat in the bleachers is like an inch smaller so that they could put more people in it. Uh, Let's go to Jay in Lewis, Delaware, who says, with the recent news of Texas A&M offering a rising high school freshman, it has me wondering if NIL is at work in this early recruitment. I realize NIL was not intended to be an inducement. However, are there any NCAA guidelines, and he has that in quotes, that preclude collectives from contacting a kid who's not even in high school yet? No, there's not. In fact, to my knowledge, there used to be that, like some of the sports used to go after the seventh and eighth graders because there were no rules around them because the rules didn't start till they were in high school. So they used to they used to go after the seventh and eighth graders. I don't really think, you know, for example, there's a kid around here who's going to be a freshman at Trinity that evidently Texas A&M offered a scholarship to. Ms. Yeah, Messiah Mickens, is that the name? Yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with NIL. You know, they don't really talk about NIL with recruits, it's my understanding, until the end. Until it comes down to a couple schools, 
and if it's a difference making and it's going to be the factor in how the kid decides, then they start talking turkey and start talking NIL. But it's not something that they talk about or need to with a kid of, um, you know, as young as Mickens. The other thing with all of this, Ross, is asking about the NCAA controlling it. If these collectives, they're not supposed to be associated with the university. So just exactly how does the NCAA police them? That's, going, that's the difficult question that they're dealing with, and I'm not sure they're going to come up with an answer, or at least not a good one. Ross, that's it for our questions. Stick around. Quarter number four, Andy Shea will be back, and we'll also name our winner. Stay tuned for that. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State-Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lion's soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. 